What is up, everybody, to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while living and earning money to live that digital nomad lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Fletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a digital nomad lifestyle, traveling the world while earning an income, get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, and listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives, traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. We are going to continue talking about the world of travel blogging, so be sure to check out our travel blogging tutorial, or you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide and give us a like. In today's episodes, we are talking with a couple travel bloggers, Jacob and Selena of Find Us Lost. You can catch their journeys at finduslost.com. They talk with us today about their wedding in Kauai planning a three-month-long road trip, how travel has affected their relationship, how their blog has evolved, and how you can gain followers to social media and your blog. So without further ado, here's our interview with Jacob and Selena. Today we are joined by Jacob and Selena of Find Us Lost. In 2016, they moved from Los Angeles to Europe. After launching their blog, growing their Instagram audience, and completing a three-month road trip through the Balkans, they continued to find ways to explore new destinations together. You can find them traveling the world at finduslost.com. Hello, Jacob and Selena, and welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Hey, thanks for having us. Let us get started here, guys. I just want to know, uh, I just want you guys to take a moment here and tell our audience and tell myself about yourselves and what you guys do. Uh, well, you said it up pretty well, actually. Um, so we were living in Los Angeles for about five years before we made the decision to move abroad. And um, it was, I think, a decision that was a few years in the works. We just really wanted a new experience. We wanted to travel more and um, we felt like it was kind of the time. Um, yeah, and Selena had kind of planted the seed of the idea in my mind about moving to Europe, and for a long time it seemed kind of too extreme or unattainable. Um, and it just reached a point in L.A. where we were looking for a new place to live, um, and things just kind of aligned at the right moment, and we went for it. And uh, originally it was just going to be temporary, but pretty quickly after arriving here in Amsterdam, I think we both knew we wanted to make it long term nice so were you guys always into travel together before or uh was one person into travel more so than the other <laughs> i would i would say selena is more into travel than i am although i too really love travel um but i don't know if i've ever met someone who thrives quite as much being on the road as she does right nice <laughs> I, I think I also prefer to be away longer than Jacob too. I really like sure. to immerse myself in a different place. So it was a it was a hard time working on him to get to actually move, but he warmed up the idea. Yeah, I like two week long trips, so the idea of a year long sabbatical was kind of intense to me, but it turned out to be great. Awesome. So uh, tell me, guys, how did you guys meet? 
Um, so we went to college together, actually, and we started out as friends. And we actually started traveling because we planned a road trip together before ever making our relationship official. And I'm looking at Jacob as I say this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we drove from Prague. Um, and we drove something like uh, four or 5,000 kilometers, and we ended up in Amsterdam. And that was, I think, two months in us dating or something. Wow. A month. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it was a great experience. You learn very quickly whether or not the relationship has legs when you spend uh, four weeks in a car with someone a month into dating them. Definitely. Yes, I can definitely see that. We hear that so often on this show, too, that you're going to find out quickly through travel if you two are compatible or not. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely true. When did you guys get married? Uh, so we got married last September. Last September, nice. And was this a destination wedding, or uh, did you guys go back to your hometown and get married? Um, it was a destination wedding. Uh, Jacob actually proposed to me in the same spot that we got married. It was um, in the northern part of Kauai. Oh, beautiful. The island of Kauai, very nice. Uh, and then did you have lots of family and friends come over for the, the wedding and everything? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. We had a... Pretty good turnout, I'd say. What, over 100 people? Yeah, it was oh, great. very nice. Awesome. Yeah. So we like to warm up our guests a little bit to talk just about travel in general after this introduction. So I'm going to ask you a two-word question. Uh, it's a simple question, but with a complex answer for many. So why travel? You want to take it? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go with new experiences. New experiences and how so? What what experiences do do uh, you two look for when you're traveling? I think a really good combination of kind of putting ourselves out of our element while also being able to relate to the people around us and the culture around us. And I'm kind of constantly fascinated by travel. So the more we do, the more I'm intrigued by it. Nice. And then what was the draw uh, for you guys to go to Europe? What were you guys uh, looking for out of that with your uh, three-month-long road trip? Yeah, um, you know, we both grew up in California, um, and California is great for a number of reasons. Um, But you just don't really have the diversity and culture and history that you get throughout Europe. Um, So we really wanted to experience these Towns with incredible histories, incredible cultures, great food, beautiful landscapes. Um, and initially, it just kind of started off as this little idea, and it grew and grew and grew. And I think to this day, that's probably one of my favorite trips we ever went on together um, because we got to see so much. Yeah, it, I think he's referring to the first trip we did when we did here in Europe. And I actually, I just love Europe too. My my family is European, and they're both first generation, so it was kind of a natural fit. And, Easy place to, to kind of get Jacob to try to move to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nice. Okay, so where were you guys last? Where are you now? And where are you traveling to next? Uh, so we were last in Finland. Um, we did a trip to Lapland, the northern part of Finland, uh, which was great. It was somewhere I've been wanting to go for for years. I really wanted to see. Um, really wanted to see the Arctic Circle. I really wanted. Did you guys get to see the Northern Lights while you were there? No, we didn't see the Northern Lights. Oh, okay. Um, we, so we learned actually very quickly in Lapland that if it gets warmer, and when I say warmer, it's like 20 or 30 degrees Fahrenheit when it gets warmer, Ooh. you actually have a uh, kind of a smaller chance of seeing the Northern Lights. So we didn't this time. Uh, I see, but, okay. 
yeah, we did get a great experience with the snow and just being able to see kind of everything um, completely covered in snow. And, and we actually did a number of activities. So dog sledding. Um, we, uh, what else did we, we do? Saw we, we saw reindeer. We went on a uh, icebreaker show. snowing the whole time. So it was just, yeah. it was great. Very um, nice. So that was a wonderful trip. And then we are now in Amsterdam, uh, which is our home base. And we leave in two weeks for Austria. Ooh, beautiful. So what, what prompted the Austria trip? Um, so Austria is actually the first trip we're doing in a while that's just purely um, with friends. So that trip was not for work, uh, which is exciting for us. We're actually going to be going skiing for the first time in, I think, what, 12 years for Jacob? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I don't think we're going to be Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's my plan. Very nice. Awesome. So, yeah, I just wanted to go back to that Finland trip there. That's uh, a really cool experience. And you guys have such a cool video uh, that you put together on your YouTube channel of that. Uh, is is it, when you went to Finland, was it um, all all day long, was it light out or all day long was it dark out? Or how did the hours work there for that? Yeah. So sunrise was about 1030 in the morning yeah. and sunset was around 2 p.m. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so you only really get, you know, those four hours of daylight. But even then, you know, the sun only gets to about maybe 20 degrees up in the sky. Gotcha. At, you know, its highest point. So what's kind of incredible is you get this beautiful light for, I would say, from maybe 9 a.m. all the way to 3 or 4 p.m. Yep. Where it's just this, like, soft lighting. It's, everything kind of has this hue of blue. Yep. And it was just beautiful, especially on the white snow and in those landscapes. So perfect for photographs and video then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Nice. Okay, so what was your uh, most rewarding travel experience together? Um, so my favorite, hands down, um, is in it was in 2016. <laughs> we took a road trip together through Iceland. Um, and Selena kind of put the entire itinerary together, I think. Yeah. Um, I drove the car cause I don't think she had ever driven in the ice or snow before. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, that trip was really before we had started shooting photos together before we had started, um, this Instagram together and that totally reignited our love for landscapes, nature and photography. Um, and I look back to that trip as when we realized how much we both loved photography and wanted to make that a bigger part of our, our lives. Mm -hmm. Now, was photography something that brought uh, the two of you together when you first met? Or was this something that you guys discovered together while you went traveling? It's a good question. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I'd say, I, honestly, I'd say that we discovered you know, it more together. I think we always naturally took photos, but we didn't really get into the passion of it again mm -hmm. until we had gotten, until we had planned our trip, you know, when we were moving abroad and we, we kind of decided to share photos with friends and family in that way. And that's what made us kind of fall in love all over again with it. So we always, we always incorporated it. We always took photos, but it, there was something different about this time when yeah. we were really on our own and we, we experimented so much and found that we really both just love it. Gotcha. Nice. So what is your, together or separately whatever however you want to answer this but what's your most awkward embarrassing or hilarious travel experience so i have one <laughs> and um so it's actually the day jacob proposed to me yeah. um 
So when I mentioned before, we were on the North Shore of Hawaii, and uh, it was actually the day after we left to move abroad that he had decided to propose, and I had no idea it was coming. Um, and through some event before he proposed, I actually found out that he was going to. Yeah. Um, I and, tried to cover all my tracks, but I apparently see. I wasn't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he, he, was, he definitely tried his best to make sure I didn't know, but I, I found out, and um, I kind of didn't believe it. So after I went through the motions of calling all my friends and telling them what was going on and asking for advice, and none of them um, believed that I didn't actually you know know because I was still trying to convince myself uh-huh. um, he was home because he had been gone. And uh, he walked me out some point during the day to you know take me to a, a spot that was just kind of special to us it was an overlook of this beautiful river that we used to visit a lot and go paddleboarding and swimming in the in the river and the ocean there and i was so convinced that he wasn't actually going to propose and that i had imagined the whole thing that i started patting his pants and i put my hands on the ring box oh no uh, <laughs> and he just he his eyes just bugged out and he looked at me and he was like well guess the jig is up (laughs) so so it was it's hilarious looking back at now because it was so funny but I also still was in the complete distance that was happening so for sure that's awesome so what's going uh, the other direction what's your worst travel experience together um well this was this last year it was pretty recently huh yeah it was I th- so we were going to Paris for a weekend for a romantic getaway. Um, and I think it was on like day two, Selena got food poisoning. Oh no. Um, from a restaurant we ate at. Um, and so the, <laughs> the trip kind of took a downturn at that point. And then the next day we go out to dinner and I get food poisoning. Oh wow. <laughs> at a completely different place. It was just bad timing, bad luck. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, our, our romantic weekend quickly turned into just both of us feeling horrible and wanting to get home as quickly as possible. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that's never fun. (laughs) So, uh, getting into another part of this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships while on the road, while you guys are traveling. How do you feel that traveling has affected your relationship? Um, I mean, I always dreamed of having, you know, a, a a lifestyle where I could spend more time with Jacob. You know, when we were both working in Los Angeles, our schedules were drastically different and he tended to work from home, but also in the office. And I worked late hours and sometimes he got up late, so we would miss each other a lot. Um, and I think the best thing about our lifestyle now is how much time we get to spend together. Um, I definitely don't take that for granted. We've got to know each other in um, the best way possible because of it. So I think that's one of my favorite things for sure. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's getting to spend that time together uh out on the road really re- i think really builds a relationship uh definitely when when planning a trip who's going to take care of what do you guys have uh specific tasks that you assign to one another based on your uh your skills or do you uh just do whatever you want um i tend to be more of the planner i would say just because um <laughs> Jacob isn't yeah <laughs> um, he, he's definitely I mean, he, he's the one who kind of keeps me sane because he will plan and get our, all our gear together and equipment, and he's the really technical side, and he will do research. But when it comes down to the day of the day of the trip, I like to plan it out. Um, but I also like to leave room for us to kind of experience uh, the local culture and have more impromptu 
uh, activities once we get there. So I'll, I'll put that together, but he's, he's definitely the one that, um, logistically gets us, um, I don't know, gets us organized for the trip. I'd say. Yeah. Well, it's really ideal for me because I feel like when I go on these trips, it's always a surprise for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to end up in these beautiful areas, not knowing what's coming next. I do like the surprise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Uh, what's from the destinations that you two have been together? What is the best destination you feel has been for couples? Uh, it's funny you ask because I'm actually working on a post right now about kind of my favorite romantic destinations for couples that are not the typical uh, destination. So Paris is not on there, also not related to our unfortunate own experience. Trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of my favorite places that was a complete surprise to me when I visited was uh, Slovenia, and specifically Lake Fled, um, which is this beautiful kind of lakeside town that's just I don't even know how to describe it. It looks like a fairy tale. It's kind of right in between the mountains of Slovenia. Um, it's a beautiful lake uh, with a cathedral in the middle. There's a castle up on the hilltop looking over it. Nice. Um, and when we first arrived, we really didn't have any expectations. And we were kind of completely blown away. Just the energy of the town and the people. There, you know, It was sunny when we were there and we were lucky because it was late spring. But everyone was out and kind of active. Um, there was families. There was couples. There was um people running with their dogs there was people you know what would you even say to canoeing yeah it was kind of like the ultimate outdoorsman or outdoors woman location yeah like just everyone was active enjoying nature enjoying the landscapes um it was just beautiful really looked like a postcard nice and what was this called again lake blood Called Lake Blood in Slovenia. Oh, okay. And then what did you guys get up to when you were there? So right outside of um, the lake area, you can actually drive to um, this. How would you describe it, Jacob? It's like a mile-long gorge. Um, so there's kind of these rock walls, maybe 50 to 100 feet tall. Yep. Um, going, creating kind of this canyon, this gorge, and in the middle is just this incredibly blue river that runs through it and at the very end there's a waterfall um and they've built this wooden path crisscrossing back and forth between the walls of the gorge oh yeah so you can actually walk down the entire thing and it's just beautiful yeah nice we definitely took a lot of day trips just to explore but i mean that was 10 minutes away there's a castle that's built into um the face of a cliff which is spectacular too and that was i think a half hour 40 minute drive from us so we, we took a lot of day mm-hmm. trips and we just explored the area that was beyond our expectations yeah and we, we went on a few hikes to get to viewpoints overlooking the lake um and we had a pretty nice romantic dinner up in the castle overlooking the lake as well oh beautiful so then how long would you say would be a good amount of time to spend at this destination so if you're going to Slovenia, I'd recommend uh, definitely staying in Lake Fled at least three nights, um, but also combining the trip with this, uh, the capital, which is Ljubljana. And I probably butchered that name, but um, <laughs> I understand. Uh, but that town was also pretty, pretty amazing. It's kind of up and coming in terms of design, and it just had a really cute city center. So I would, I would recommend at least three days in Lake Fled and then a couple nights in Ljubljana as well. Nice. And then uh, just diving into the capital, uh, just because I, I haven't heard much about Slovenia personally, and it hasn't been recommended on this podcast yet. So 
what what about the capital? What did you guys get up to when you were there? Um, actually, the first night we were there, it's so funny. We were staying in an Airbnb, and we didn't know where to go to dinner. And we happened to choose, I think, just purely because we were hungry, but just the number one restaurant in TripAdvisor, which happened to be a burger bar at the time. It was called Pop's Burger Bar, I remember. Mm-hmm. And um, it was one of those classic situations where we went not having any expectations again. And we walk in, it turns out the owner um, was from California and grew up probably 10 minutes from where Jacob grew up. So we oh, wow. Up yeah the evening in this this restaurant uh, talking to him and that was our first night there so the rest of the the rest of the trip we just explored everything we went to all the shops we went to all the restaurants um and just kind of met people and it was amazing to just kind of soak in all the culture and just the, the atmosphere and we it, you know we just can't say enough positive things about it it was just such a such a great city to do that in and so many cool nooks and crannies of the city to explore even awesome graffiti it was, a, it was a unique town for sure. Street art. Street art, nice. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so do you guys have any more advice that you want to give to a couple of travelers out there, a couple of travelers or people that, uh, couples that want to incorporate travel more into their life? Uh, so I think my biggest piece of advice, you know, it obviously depends on the couple and how much you're going to try and um, involve you know, social media in your day to day when you're traveling for us, it has kind of become quintessential to our, of course, our lifestyle and our jobs. Um, my biggest piece of advice is, you know, everyone wants to take photos, whether it's with their phone or their nice camera when they're on trips. Yep. Um, but making sure there's at least one activity, whether it's a dinner, whether it's, you know, a boat trip that you're going, you're going somewhere, just making sure that you turn off your phone and really fully enjoy that moment. Um, cause it's so rare for us and the, the few times that we can do it. Um, matter the most to us. So when we go on a trip now, we always try and make sure there's a portion of the trip where we can do that. For sure. That's excellent advice. Yeah. Just uh, especially when you're traveling as a couple, just being able to take that moment to spend the time with each other as opposed to in front of a screen or capturing a moment, uh, just be in that moment together for sure is excellent advice. So our podcast is not just about traveling as a couple, but about... um, Inspiring couples to uh, make travel more of their lifestyle, to get more involved into creating something together, or uh, in in your guys' case, you guys started a blog. So I just want to take this moment and let you guys talk about uh, Find Us Lost. How did Find Us Lost start? How has it evolved? And where do you see it going in the future? Um, so when we originally left to travel, we just started the Instagram as a way to kind of keep track of friends and family um, and share our photos with them. And it became pretty obvious after a month or two that people wanted more. Um, We were just getting emails constantly from our friends and family just asking us, you know, where did you go here? And what was the itinerary you had um, for this place? And so it kind of was a natural progression. We, we, the more photos we took, the more we enjoyed it. So we had all this content that we weren't sharing and I was kind of creating guides anyway for our friends and family. Um, So when we finally made the decision to actually start a blog, that was kind of the, the big concept behind it, is I really wanted to create guides that were uh, not only informative, but really also had, you know, beautiful photography with them um, and capture places that people really wanted to go. Um, so that was that was kind of my goal when we started out. And from there, it's kind of just evolved and taken off and had, had even more, um, I don't know, had, had so much more than we ever expected. Mm-hmm. 
So then who takes care of the blog? Like uh, the different aspects of the blog, the, who does the writing, who does the photography, the yeah. video work? Yeah, so let's see. So Selena basically runs the entire blog um, by herself, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but she she writes all the articles. She's the one writing all the guides. Um, and it frankly, it's basically a reflection of the way we travel together. Um, she kind of does all the planning and the logistical planning. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I shoot video and I edit our videos and I shoot the photos. But Selena actually colors all our photos because I'm actually colorblind. Oh, um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> you didn't really the club. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's been a great experience because I think it's in a lot of ways, our photography is a reflection of both of us now. Um, which is so cool. And I think we've both gotten better by working with one another. Yeah. Nice. I, I think we, we compliment, compliment each other in the best way possible. And by that, I mean, Jacob is just much more savvy when it comes to just the technical aspect too. And he, he has the professional background with photography and videography that I just don't have. It's always been a passion for me. So I've learned so much from him in terms of the technical, the technical parts and upkeep and just basically everything from composition to framing and, and obviously, I've apparently taught him how to see color. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, guys. Awesome. And so what about social media? Uh, why did you guys decide to go? Uh, it seems Instagram was your uh, social media of choice. Why did you guys go so gung-ho about Instagram? What was it about it uh, that you decided to really cultivate a following there? Um, I mean, I'd say there was no really strategy at the time. I think it was just, uh, like I mentioned, we had so, many, so much content we wanted to share with friends and family, and Instagram just seemed like the natural way to do it. Um, we both <laughs> we both were worried that starting a blog would require too much time, which is ironic considering it's my full-time job now. <laughs> but, yeah. but I kind of fell in love with it as I went versus diving in and saying that's what I was going to do. So um, for that, I'm grateful. But, you know, Instagram just seemed to be the place that we – naturally both thought would be a, would be the platform to kind of show videos show photo with with everyone yeah and i think it's also where we both enjoyed kind of discovering places as we'd follow people yeah. um and kind of got inspired by what we were seeing on there mm-hmm, definitely so can you guys give any photography tips for somebody that's uh, that really wants to get their photography game up and uh, make some amazing compositions like you guys do on your Instagram uh, just to build their audience a bit more. Can you give them a little photography tip? Sure. I mean, I would just say shoot as much as you can. I know for me, I shot more, you know, last year than I probably shot in the entirety of my life leading up to that. Yeah. Um, And it really does just make such a huge difference. Um, The more you shoot, the more you're going to pick up on little cues and little pieces that um kind of draw you into photos and i think you'll uh, really start to define your own style and you know a unique viewpoint for sure yeah definitely so uh how about getting followers on really any social media channel or uh driving traffic to your blog how do you guys go about doing this um i'm going to answer that with kind of my general overview of how I think someone can be successful. Um, you know, there's been a lot of changes recently and just with Instagram and 
a lot of um, a lot of bloggers that are really in the space. And I think uh, more and more you hear that content is key and high quality content is important. And I didn't really fully understand that um, concept until I'd even say till last year, uh, because we've always been more curated, I think, um, with our with what we're sharing on social media. But I've noticed that you know people that I respect and start to follow, it doesn't doesn't matter you know if they have five followers, if they have 500,000 followers, if they are taking photos that I just love and admire, I want to learn from them. Um, and so I think that's been key and just, you know, for us too, is I think we've been lucky enough to have people who interacted with us from the, from the beginning and who wanted to get to know us. And that really helped kind of persuade us to keep going with what we were doing and to get even more interested in it. And I think it really matters these days to, to kind of develop your own unique style, but also know that you have time to do that and you can also you know, start interactions with other people who share the same passion in the, in the interim. So I think that's my biggest piece of advice is to stay true to that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Content is really key. It's something that so many people say, but there's a reason why so many people say it. It's because content is the most important thing, uh, creating quality content for sure. So uh, you guys have, have the blog going, and uh, do you guys have anything planned for the future of the blog? Are you guys going to keep on churning out more and more content? Uh, what can people look forward to with Find Us Lost? Um, so I mentioned before that travel guides are a big portion of it, so I'm focusing a lot on just expanding that uh, section of our blog even more this year. Um, and I'm looking into also introducing some other, um, some other guides in there too, so I'm considering packing guides right now. Uh, but I don't do anything unless I kind of have nailed down a, a vision for what that should look like. So, you know, I don't want this to be your average post where there's, you know, a couple of photos. I want this to be a really visual representation of, um, you know, if you're going to uh, Iceland, what you should be packing. If you're going to um, France in the summer, you know, what's an ideal packing like. So I'm looking into that as well. Um, but I think overall, it's just really developing more um content that both inspires people and allows them to plan their trip. You know, I want someone to not only go to our blog just to look at pretty photos, I want them to also get inspired to visit a destination like Slovenia that you would never think to visit. I want them to be able to, you know, follow the steps even to, to book a trip if they want. So I think that's, that's what's coming, just the accessibility of um, someone being able to both get inspired and uh, be able to plan their own, their own travels. Definitely. So when you guys are out on the road, you guys are taking photos, taking videos, uh, you're, you're producing content. Are you guys uh, putting that together on the blog while you guys are traveling? Or do you guys come back to Amsterdam, uh, uh, sorry, Amsterdam and get everything together and then start to edit and uh, put together content and then release it? How do you guys go about doing that? That's a good question. Um, it can definitely get a little bit crazy, um, especially when we have trips kind of planned on top of other trips and we're really eager to share a video or share a new guide. Yeah. Um, so I've, I mean, I've seen Selena working on guides on airport floors, on benches, yeah. uh, in the passenger seat tethered to my phone while we're driving gotcha. um, on road trips. Uh, I think definitely we both prefer to be able to come back home um, decompress and work from here. Yep. But, uh, but really it just comes down to where you happen to be. It's reality, when... the reality of the lifestyle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wherever you be, uh, wherever you are and you need to work, you, you just have to work. Right. So yep. yeah. do you guys find it really, um, 
difficult when you're on the road and you want to be traveling and taking in the 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 travel lifestyle when you have to be on your computer? I think so. I think there are definitely times um, when it feels like it can maybe take away from being present in the place you are, you know, at that moment. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it can also add to it. Um, there have definitely been times when we've been traveling um, and maybe one of us has some jet lag or maybe we just have, have some downtime in the evening. Uh, and it can be really great to kind of go back through footage or photos mm-hmm. um, and kind of, I don't know, reminisce about a trip that maybe you were on a month before, but yeah. just the times you had in those memories. I'll chime in on that too. I think some of my favorite moments in our travels are when we're probably <laughs> out of our element. So like for instance, you know, we booked a flight to land in Japan at 6 a.m. for something we were going to at 9 a.m. And then we couldn't wait the whole night after and we ended up going to get ramen at 6, 6 a.m. And, and the next day. Yeah. And for me, it was just a hilarious experience. And it's like, we clearly, you know, pack ourselves full, but we also just enjoy every minute of it. It's, yeah. it's just how we learn to travel. For sure. Nice. So, yeah, uh, like you guys said, just finding those moments that uh, you can take to really uh, reminisce on photos or uh, start working on content, just finding those key areas throughout the day that you can dive right into it. Like, for example, if one of you is suffering from jet lag, the other one can go on the computer and do a little bit of work. That's perfect time. Uh, It's using your time to your advantage, definitely. Uh, that's great advice. I just want to talk uh, about one more thing here. When you guys are on the road, I mean, your your game plan was to get to Amsterdam, and you're you wanted to settle there. Did did you guys have an idea that you would be there this long? Um. So when we first moved, we were kind of treating it as a year trial run, just to see if we liked it. Um, okay. And Amsterdam stood out to me just because um, my father's actually Dutch, so I spent my summers a lot in Europe and especially in the Netherlands visiting families. So yep. when I was talking to Jacob about where we'd move, Amsterdam just came up, you know, it's pretty centrally located. It's um, just a great city overall with a great feel. Uh, the people are generally friendly. Um, food culture developed over the last few, few years and we're kind of uh, food obsessed as well. So that was always a plus. Um, and yeah, we just, we didn't know how we'd feel. We didn't know, how you know we didn't know how jacob would care <laughs> <Just thinking. laughs> yeah we're going from the sunny beaches of california to the rain i grew up in the bay area so i was a little bit more prepared but yeah gotcha um, and it just stuck i don't know yeah i mean i know i knew moving here selena already loved the city um but i fell in love with it pretty quickly i i think three months into living here um i realized how much i loved the quality of living here and our day-to-day life. Um, and I love the city. I love being able to bike around um, these canals with this beautiful old architecture everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so much charm here. Definitely. So what were you guys doing before uh, traveling if I, in, uh, in uh, California? Um, so I was working full-time as a marketing manager in Los Angeles. And uh, Jacob... Was. Yeah, I was kind of doing a myriad of things in LA. Um, so I was still doing freelance photo and video work. I also uh, did a bit of work in real estate management. Um, and then I also did some work with a couple of nonprofits kind of on a freelance basis as well. Um, gotcha. 
Yeah, but this, I feel like since we moved, we've really just jumped in headfirst on photography and content creation. We both just love it. So then for some uh, travel couples out there that really want to get into this content creation side, can you guys suggest any avenues of uh, creating some sort of income from content creation? Um, I think, so what I mentioned before with, you know, uh, making sure that your Instagram account or making sure that any content you're putting out is quality, definitely quality over uh, quantity. Um, I think it's important. And if you are developing that unique style, what will happen is people will start to take notice. Um, so you can almost treat, you know, an Instagram profile, for instance, as a portfolio of sorts. Um, it's kind of showcasing what you can do. And the best thing that, you know, can, can come out of that is brands will start to notice it and they'll want to have that look for their own um, products or they'll want to have um, you know, the angle that you're, that you're taking essentially with their, you know, hotels. So it really serves as a great portfolio if you know how to use it. For sure. Very nice. So any other advice that you guys want to give any other couple out there trying to make travel a part of their lifestyle? Um, you know, I, I think just do something that resonates with people. Um, really listen to your friends, family, followers. Um, and if you're finding people are really responding to something, kind of delve deeper um, and try and get a clear understanding of what it is um, that's working for them. And I'd say yeah. too, you know, when we first left to travel, we the idea of traveling indefinitely scared us. Um, so that's why we planned the three-month road trip and decided to move to Europe after. And that really worked for us because we knew that you know, three months wasn't a crazy amount of time to save that money for. We were able to do that with a couple of years of savings. And we, we knew that if we budgeted and we were able to make that work, that we can make moving to another city work too. So that was that was comfortable for us. And it also kind of kicked our uh, career into high gear without even us trying. But, you know, I think it's okay to, to do something that is a little bit different as long as, you know, you, you feel like you'll be happy from it. Definitely, yeah. Excellent advice, guys. Thank you so much. And there you have it, uh, Jacob and Selena of Find Us Lost, sharing their travel stories with you today on the To The Nation's Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a special thank you to our guests. Guys, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to talk with us on this Travel Couple Podcast. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. And uh, I just want to give you guys the floor here to talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, let us know how we can reach out to you, what's the best way to connect with Find Us Lost? Uh, so I'd say, you know, we're, we're pretty active on Instagram, if you couldn't tell. So, you know, follow us, shoot us a message. We, we love hearing from people, too, honestly. It's, you know, it's funny how many people reach out and they're like, we can't believe you responded. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, on this constantly. So <laughs> you um, but, you know, you know, it's, we're, we're really passionate about what we do and we are really lucky every single day that this is how things have turned out. We never in a million years would have planned it, um, and now we can't imagine it any other way. So um, get in touch with us on Instagram. She does a message on our blog. Um, let us know if there's something that you want to see if you have a question, and we're, we're there to answer it. Thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for joining us on this journey. If you want to learn more about Find Us Lost in this episode, visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash six. That stands for episode six to view the show notes. Leave a comment on the page and we'll be sure to get back to you. If you would be so kind, also subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. 
we'll make sure to consistently deliver you valuable information about the world of travel. This is Mike Pletz and Natalie, hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.